Welcome to the newest episode of the Brohams Podcast. This is actually the final one of 2021, though. By the time I actually edit and put it up, it'll be New Year. So, <laughs> but as a recording, uh, it's two days before the New Year. As always, I'm uh, Marcel. I'm Rike, the super agent for the Supreme Athlete of Sports Entertainment, Max Heights, and the founder and president of the hottest agency, Rike Gilmore Sports Entertainment Superstars. And I'm Alex. Yeah, this is your part. State. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I was trying to I was trying to, you know, have a dramatic, you know, pause and do all that. Look cool or sound cool, I mean, since we're never gonna probably release these videos. Um one yeah, day. it's me. One day Alex. we'll release videos and we can all look presentable. And by all I mean Robert. When we're so, all here. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That we is have true. to buy him in a toupee or something. He can just wear a hat. He's fine. <laughs> hey, bro, he looks bad in a hat. <laughs> like, hey, he's man, more of an Alex's friend than he is ours, so. He do got like he has a very he does have a very spherical face. <laughs> yeah, Boy, got a chipmunk face. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Hey, he gonna hear this later. He's not here today. So. Yeah, you so, got some family hey, business gotta, to take care of, but I got a solution for Robert though. I mean, it's gonna be costly. I heard a blue dot is like hella expensive to put on somebody's face. Yo, blue dot right on his face. Yo, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I mean, it only costs like eighty dollars to get him. Right, you just gotta superimpose that shit. Like, mm, ter- terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's been about a we took like a week off because i overslept so <laughs> last week so we didn't record last week uh some things have been happening not re- actually i don't even think like a lot a lot has happened something recently happened that we'll talk about later but as far as like the overall wrestling world nothing has real of note has happened i mean jeff hardy's been popping up here and there on Matt's Twitch streams. Um, so there's speculation that he might go to AEW. I just read recently that Del Rio was still talking mess. Apparently Vince and Triple H called him in like 2015 asking if he was coming back or not. Also, apparently he want to go to AEW or something. I'm like, I don't I don't know what Del Rio wants to do. But I know Tony is not going to hire him. He better not. <laughs> like, Tony better not I would hire be, I'd be, I'd be a little... I'm disappointed if he did hire Del Rio. You're probably super disappointed. Him. Yeah, they'll take him back. They'll take anybody. Uh, and I'm this Tyson kid wrestling. So does Tyson kid. So you know. <laughs> I mean, if Tyson, if Tyson kid was really about that, that life, he'd go find the, you know, the next surgeon that helped. Well, he wanted to. And he edge. wanted to, but Vince told him it wasn't worth it. Him wrestling. I think he said he wanted to do a spot or something. Like, I forgot what what it was that he wanted to do a spot, and Vince was like, "No, it's not worth it." I feel like it was going to be with Cesaro. It might have been something with Cesaro, maybe something with Natty. I forgot, mm-hmm. but he wanted to do like some kind of spot on TV where he took a bump, and then Vince was like, "No." Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it's either Cesaro or Natty. I want to say it's Natty then. Um, Alex is wrestler. Oh, Natty. <laughs> oh my hey. god. Hey. 
Jesus. I'm still saying what I'm saying. She needs to get pregnant and get off TV for a while. Jesus Christ. Tyson <laughs> Kid need to do some work. <laughs> and live up to his name. Mm, no. Stop that. So some of the topics we got for ATR. Uh, X-Pac is apparently ring ready for 2022. I don't know who's going to hire X-Pac. Actually, I do know. <laughs> it's either going to be Vince or it's going to be Tony. It's going to be one of them. He'll show up somewhere. He'll probably R-O-H. be in the Rumble. Bit. New ROH needs to bring him in. Because they're... Uh, oh, yeah. You said new ROH. Legend. Like, okay. Uh, oh, hey. Uh, no. Dante Chanar got hurt. <laughs> uh, apparently, Draco Anthony is going to debut tomorrow or something. Draco. Miro has... Oh, Miro has an injury? I just thought he was just off TV. Such an ugly last name, McGilla Cuddy. McGilla Cuddy. This man claimed, <laughs> man, this man claimed that uh, that was his mama's maiden name. So I was like, no, it ain't. <laughs> that boy McGilla Cuddy. Oh, every time apparently, I hear the name, apparently I Christian. Like... Apparently Christian wants Jeff Hardy to join AEW. Uh, nah, chief, that ain't it. So when I saw Matt Hardy's tweet about it being cool that you know. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fisher there. I was like, mm, he trying to set up a match. And then they were like, yeah, it'd be an honor to wrestle the Hardys. So I was like, hmm, everybody's there but Jeff. Hmm. I was like, damn. I hope Cody he says he's about to take AEW fans on a bizarre ride. All right, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> more, biz- more bizarre than what's been going on. Hell no. More bizarre than almost his entire WWE career. I was going to say, if he could top the, you know, the uh, interracial okay. baby comment. <laughs> how he ended, how he ended <laughs> racism. <laughs> he ended racism. <laughs> uh, BFAB has recently said some things. Uh, she said she would return to the company if the opportunity arrived, even though she got released. So... That's nice. Um, she said she would because there are so many things, obviously, that uh, Hit Row as a group still has accomplished and wanted to accomplish as a group. And definitely, I will go back for the fans, of course. Um, she said she believes that there are more agreements than actual deals due to the fact that we can terminate them whenever they like. It's a sad situation because I don't even know if you could call it a contract. This is what she's saying about contracts. Most contracts had to be worked through until they're finished. So with them being able to terminate whenever, it's more in the lines of an agreement these days. If you want to live your life, you can't put your life onto this agreement because they can change whatever they want. So it's kind of hard for you to do life and plan for you when you don't know what could happen from day to day. It's not a secure, it's a very situation. It's very scary situation to put yourself in. If you're putting your all into that and really want that, just like all of us, me included, it's very difficult to say if it's even worth it. But she, she still said she. But she said she'd still come back. So you like, you know. Yeah, my advice to people that like get a job there would be like just save your money as you get paid. Save that money. So that way, if they do decide to cut your ass, you at least got some money saved over. Because <clears throat> apparently Vince ain't interested in putting that in contracts anyway. Shit, boy! Whoever gets the first guaranteed contract signing of the pandemic or you know towards the future gonna be uh hopefully hopefully be a big deal 
probably be Braun Breaker at this rate. Oh God! I was gonna joke and say that, but I didn't want to bring that into existence. Yeah, it probably will be him. <laughs> it's that Goldberg tattoo. Mm. Uh, Tony says a super um, superstar to keep an eye on for 2020 is Dante Martin, apparently. For 2022, I mean. What's Hobbs doing? I don't know. I don't watch AEW. <laughs> so you got to ask Robert those questions. Man, to me, that's that's money right there. I ain't saying Dante isn't, but shit, if I was in, I put all, all I had behind Hobbs. Uh, I think... I think he also said Darius Martin, who is Dante's brother and tag team partner. So, who was injured? That's why Dante was getting a lot of time. And Jericho is trying to leech, I mean, feud with somebody <laughs> else now. Now, you were right the first time. He wants to feud with Malachi Black. And I'm like, why, Jericho? Leave him alone. <laughs> he can beat him. For real. So he can totally just beat him. Like, right. Or, or better yet, or just so for no reason, get, so he can get beat, and then nothing happens. Hello, Orange Cassidy. I still laugh when Jericho says, "I made Cassidy a main eventer." No, you didn't. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> you did not make Orange Cassidy a main eventer. But yeah, he apparently he wants a few with Malachi Black. He even called him out like on his podcast or something like that. And I'm like, stop it. Leave him alone. <laughs> like he just right. left all the crazy shenanigans of WWE. Now you want to bring him into your crazy shenanigans? Somebody put on Twitter today because uh, Tony was talking about people. He's talking about Punk, Cole, Black, Andrade, El Idolo, and somebody was like, what is AEW doing with Andrade that WWE didn't? <laughs> oh, shit. Like, somebody posted that on Twitter, and I know he probably got flamed for it because <laughs> it's a dissenting... <laughs> Someone said Kyle Riley in one promo proves why he was never going to be a single star in WWE tonight. <laughs> yeah, you're all some savages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, my man was nervous. Let's give him another week. Man, all that time he had talking in NXT by himself. <laughs> I heard a couple of them promos when he was in NXT. I'm like. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this one, Hunter. That's probably what Vince was thinking. Eh. Oh, that yeah. Wardlow babyface turn in 2022 is going to be tremendous. No, it's not. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, I watched AEW yesterday, believe it or not. Right? Jeez, how do you feel? Hope. We'll be your therapist right now. <laughs> oh. You, you, you look like you lost some hair, man. I... I, I didn't like it. <laughs> okay, you wanna like, you wanna elaborate? This man just like I didn't like what it. Symptoms, what symptoms did you experience? So, pretty much boredom. Just like it, it didn't catch my attention. It was just like oh, it was on. That's cool. I watched the okay. main event. And that was literally it. What was so when did event? you start? So the main Marcel, event was trying a, to play, uh, trying to play a doctor here. It's, you're not very good at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when, did you, when did you start experiencing this symptom of boredom, Alex? Uh, at what point in the show? I think as soon as I turned it on the channel, Doctor. Damn. I think. Okay. It was Damn. a it was a five on five tag match. Uh, they and I was, and I was like, why? 
live five on five tag match. And then like I realized I don't like the way that AW is shot. It's it just looks it, weird. I mean it's shot better than NXT, feel, but that's not saying much. Did it make yeah. you feel nauseous at all? Oh god. It did. It did. I had to uh I had to leave to go get some Taco Bell because it was like it made me feel sick so I was like I gotta put some food in my stomach I don't like too horrible like so I found I that that's actually how I felt when I watched night two WrestleMania main event that triple threat match <laughs> they kept doing so much weird shit with the cameras Kevin, I, Dunn, I Kevin Dunn will not be satisfied until every single viewer has vertigo or a seizure like bro people tell me like that triple threat match was good but I'm like I honestly don't remember it because there was so much how could you see it like someone was like how did y'all see it I I, I couldn't see it that was some people who were there (laughs) they had to be there okay so I found that tweet like someone said what are AEW doing better with Andrade that WWE didn't do and someone said why is Andrade better in AEW his overall matches feels if they're higher caliber it feels he's truer to his character who he wants to be the matches have higher intensities compared to Raw the stakes are raised slash more competitive more excitement someone was like what stakes he was United States champion in WWE Andrade, I left WWE because they didn't use me, so I'd better go to a place where I'll be free and I'll be the face of the company. He hasn't done anything interesting since his debut, and he only loses to Cody in this. <laughs> so it was like the Andrade Pack program was solid, like, and he had solid programs at WWE with guys like Mysterio. The point is, what he's doing in AEW, he that he didn't do in WWE, and it's really nothing. He may be happier, I don't know, but usage-wise, it's not much different. This is true. <laughs> Speaking of, I read a tweet about Hook the other day. Somebody said Hook was like that kid that your mom tells you you need to let him win, otherwise she's gonna beat your ass. You don't. Somebody said, dude was in WWE for years and he's been in AW long enough to have a sandwich. Just chill with the tell how I, tell me how AW is doing about the Andrade Black and Cole nonsense. Give them some actual time to get somewhere. Post this next comment. He's like, he's been there for like two years. Roman Reigns was headlining WrestleMania within two years. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh my god, these are terrible. These, oh my god, these people. It hasn't been a year for Andre. It feels like it's been a year. I'm pretty sure he's been there a year. If he has, I think close, he has. It's close enough. I think I'm it, a mass I think exodus like, of a talent from AW in 2022. I don't think that's going to happen, honestly. Not a mass exodus. No. Where would they go? I wanted to. I don't think we. Where would they go? Um, Dark. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to no. talk about that like a few weeks ago. We didn't really get it. Uh, we did get into it, or it might have been that episode that I didn't post that I was half asleep <laughs> with um with Big Swole not renewing her contract. I thought that was interesting because that's the first time we've heard from somebody from AEW not well staying rather and leaving of their own volition. So now Robert's prediction is still that Cole will be the first big name delete to go back and forth. I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I don't know. It's possible. You let Cole tell you let Cole tell it. Him, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H are the thickest of thieves. So I would say I think if anybody, it'd be Jericho that goes back. Oh, you know Jericho's coming back. You know it. He's Jericho will not pass up the chance to be in the Hall of Fame. Which, I mean, granted, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but you know he's going back. I, I have no doubt. Hall of Fame? I think so. Christian's in it, right? Nah, Not by himself. Not as a tag team, either. It's I thought just, he... 
it's just Edge that's in there now. Well, Edge and Christian I, should be in there. Now, Christian by himself, I love me some Christian, but I don't know if his WWE career constitutes him being in there by himself. No, but, not, a, not at all. <laughs> but, um, but, but as a tag team with Edge, most definitely, yes. It's yeah, awesome. they, had a, they had a killing two, two, two and a half year killing. Pretty crazy. Um, I think Brian will go back eventually. Brian Danielson. So we'll I say, think eventually. Yeah, I may, I could see, I could see that. So okay, I found other two. Someone said they're not overusing Andrade, giving him great showcase matches, letting him work his style. The first points I could think of. Not overusing. The complaint was that he wasn't being used at all after Zelina was like, go. I swear, some of these people have no idea what they're even arguing for. <laughs> It sounds like that was a. He just he like, basically made no point. For real, he's like, well, they're not overexposing him. The complaint when he left WWE is that he wasn't being used. So <laughs> it's like AEW don't overexpose or saturate wrestlers. So when they do appear, they feel like a bigger attraction. Comparing the time frame of six years that he had in WWE and less than a year he's been in AEW is the answer. His run in NXT when he got with Zelina is better than his entire AEW run so far. Yeah. And then someone Maybe said AEW main not, roster career too. Someone said um AEW not overexposing or saturating to make them feel like a big deal is a bad take. Andrade left because he wasn't being used. He has had one memorable feud since joining and just pops in and out now. He's being booked poorly for his first year there. <laughs> someone said they're better at giving him managers he's had three now <laughs> they're also better at hyping him up only to hide him away on their YouTube shows <laughs> damn he has had three managers he had Vicky then he had Chavo who's his manager now um I believe it's some guy I don't remember it's not Conan is it uh uh-uh. uh no it shouldn't be Conan who is it Jesus Christ. Who is his manager? I'm actually looking this up. Who is this man's manager? Andrade El Idolo. I guess he is. I, mean, I remember that rumor was going around that he and Charlotte broke up, but they show took a Christmas picture together, so I guess they're still together. So I was just about to say something about that, and I was going to be like, damn. I, think I like that it's true. I like that his Twitter is still at Andrade Almas. I think that man's ever going to change that. Look, I'm telling you. you just uh, be petty. I mean, you know, you know who get Andrade to come back to WWE? Triple H. <laughs> like Triple H. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. Andrade. That man love him some Triple H. <laughs> Favorite American wrestler. <laughs> so I don't who. So did you watch? You didn't watch anything else on the show, Alex? Or you just watched. The oh, movie? I did. No, I watched. I watched the whole show, but like I didn't have the volume up too loud, and it was just like barely audible. So. It's like I watched it, but didn't watch it. You know, it was, it was background noise. Yeah, and it, I mean that's honestly what the show was. To be honest, too, it was just on to be on. It was the last show of the year, and they basically promoted the goddamn move to TBS. The whole show, so oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, basically yeah. what it was. They're like, we're going to the mothership. Scalper was saying that shit well, every fucking. Is that time the show when Kyle showed up? Uh, no. This is the week after. Okay. So that. This would be the no, I think it's a week or two weeks after. 
So I know there's no. It's real... two weeks because then the other one showed up the next week, and then now they got they had a matchup. I, I know so people said. I know people said he cut a promo and acknowledged the undisputed era stuff from NXT. I don't know exactly what he said, but only Robert were here. Oh, he he know. And, um, but. I know there's no continuity in wrestling, but since I know how Undisputed Era broke up, and in my opinion, I thought it was a good breakup, minus like Bobby Fish just floundering because he was injured at the time when they broke it up. Was <laughs> when they broke up, he was just injured, and then Roddy just went like went to the diamond mine, I guess. And after that, it was just mostly a Kyle Adam thing, which I thought was great. I don't know how you could put them back together yeah i was gonna say oh i might as well spoil this show i was gonna say so the end the end of the ma- so the main event was the uh six it was a six-man tag match or not a six-man tag match but a three-on-three tag match and it was you know ue versus fuck who was it i can't even remember now but it was a tag match and at the oh it was the best friends in orange cassidy that's who it was so they have their match right and at the end the young bucks come out super kick best friends save save adam cole you know they get the win Adam cole's team and uh, it was just like why'd the young bucks come out for and it it uh didn't make no sense to me well as robert would say they're building to them breaking up and they're gonna feud with the books, so which is probably what will happen, but yeah, and I was like, damn, like that's the end of the year show, like y'all built it up like that, and they only mentioned the uh, the main event for next week's show like eighty million times, or when you know when they're on the mother station. Shit was. Guess I'm getting old. I can't even watch it. I can't even watch a fucking a couple hours of wrestling anymore. It's so weird now. Wow. Maybe you just need to watch what you think is good wrestling. Like, I've been marathoning stardom for like the past three days, and that's been pretty entertaining. Yeah, I'm thinking about reactivating my New Japan account, and I might probably get a stardom account. Yeah, freaking... Oh, is is Wrestle... Wrestle Kingdom is on... Tuesday? Wednesday? The 5th or something like that? The 4th and the 5th, that is. Yes, what it was. Ew, that is Tuesday and Wednesday. Who is good? (laughs) Right? That is disgusting, yo. (laughs) Like, I definitely won't be able to watch those. Okay, it also says the 4th to the 5th and 8th. What do you mean, and the 8th? So there's three nights of Wrestle Kingdom, if I remember right, because Muda is wrestling on night 3. I saw a tweet about that. So oh, Muda's wrestling on night three, and I was like, I thought there was two nights. Now I'm confused as well. well. Okay, is night three? I guess night three is the. That must be the versus. Yeah, the night versus three Noah. has to be the versus Noah night. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Muda's probably in Noah. To be honest. Yeah. Okay. So night th- that just seems like that could have been done better <laughs> yeah that could have been done in two nights and you could have had 
on you the second night. just mix the matches in there. Now, oh yeah, that too. I might not watch night. I mean, actually, I'll probably watch night three, but like. That's the night that I'm excited for. Out of I mean, all the I, other know, nights. I know little to nothing about Noah. That's why I'm not as I'm, excited. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm the same way, but I mean, I, what I've seen from Noah, I liked that, you know, wasn't too hokey and, you know, blow up doll stuff. The only thing I knew from Noah was that Kenta came from Noah, and that's why he wasn't immediately accepted in New Japan. Kenta so had that, some good so Noah matches. internal rivalry. It's like WWE, WCW back in the day. So we got a sidetrack, but we'll go down that card yeah. too. We got a few cars to go down. But since we were talking AEW, Rike wanted to talk about Taz's son, Hook. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so the way I got on the subject of this character that <laughs> everybody is crazy about. He is a meme. Hook is a meme. I, I was on Twitter, of course, because that's where I found out most of my riveting information. Um, so I keep seeing tweets all up and down my timeline because a couple of people I'm friends with on Twitter are like AEW fans. And all I keep saying is send Hook, send Hook, send Hook. I'm like, who the fuck is this Hook character that they keep talking about? <laughs> So, out of curiosity, I go and do my own little research. Like, okay, maybe AEW's on to something now. Maybe they got something good going. Because, like, visually in my head, I'm thinking, okay, they're saying send this guy. Normally when they say send somebody, it's normally the most badass dude in the squad. Like, the dude's the scrapper. He be throwing hands with everybody. So, I go and do my research, and I hear the ring announcer say, hook and out comes this guy with this horrible toupee on and he's walking down to the ring. He ain't got no toupee. He only 20-something. Like, <laughs> you don't know that. Michael Jordan started going bald when he was 19. Stop that. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm expecting like this dude to be like Brock Lesnar type big or something like that. Just how everybody was talking about it, but nah, I out comes this dude with crazy-ass hair. He looks like he might have 20 pounds more muscle than I do on his body. He looks like he's maybe like three inches taller than me, but he looks like somebody that would fight on 205 Live. So I'm just sitting here thinking <laughs> to myself. Look, look like. Okay. Well, I keep going. All right, now okay. he's moving. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what that was. Either way, he just look completely- like like, oh yeah, I know I did. Add that crap. I don't know what's going on with the internet. Anyway, Hook looked like he can't fight. And what I mean, Hook like the dude in the squad that stays in the back and talks the most crap, but when you actually put him in front, he can't fight. That's what he looks like visually. Looks like he'll visually, he talks the most mess but can't fight. That's what he looked like. He reminds me of that dude off Tombstone. You know, the one that was talking all that shit, but he kept like running off. Exactly. But yeah, so the only thing I'm I. Like, like I'd seen Hook before, but again, he was just mostly in the background. He'd like interfere in matches a couple times or whatever, maybe do like one or two moves. And now they got him actually wrestling. And Tony's like, "Well, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a special event every time Hook comes out." And I'm like, "Why?" Yeah. And he's a meme. And I realized that in 2021, I don't like meme wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Hook is a meme. Like Orange Cassidy is a meme, but I kind of like Orange depending on the situation he's in. 
Yano is a meme that I like. Yano is straight up meme, but I love Yano. He is hilarious. Uh, Fukigen Death is a meme, and she is hilarious. But like Hook meme, I just I don't. He's supposed to be like is the joke that he is supposed to be a badass, even though he doesn't look like one. Exactly. Like the only thing I know, it, I saw him in that match, and I was immediately turned off. Was when he took that random pile driver in a nothing match against some dude nobody knew, and then he just like no sold it. And I'm like, I don't care. Oh, baby I don't, Taz. I, I don't. I don't care either because like I told a buddy of mine this last night. I was like, what AEW is trying to do, it doesn't work for this guy because he doesn't look the way they're trying to present him as. Now, if WWE were to do like send Brock, okay, I buy. Like Brock looks like he'll kill somebody. Well, they did. But... They did send um, send Veer. Oh, <laughs> that was that. That's why they did that. Yeah, they did. I guess that's why. Oh, I think Taz says something about it, but I don't really care what Taz has to say in 2021. That's not behind yeah. a commentary desk. So, like, <laughs> I guess he said something. I mean, as he should. He, they kind of like biting, they biting style over here. But yeah, they did. I guess WB did that, like, as a hashtag send Veer. Like, nobody cares about Veer Mahan stuff. Like, I'm just, I'm just, like, when I saw that dude, I'm like, if this man saw this, it's a laugh his ass like <laughs> Hook would be like Hook would be Colin Delaney as in like he'd just be that underneath the face that gets beat like similar to James Ellsworth getting beat up all the time and then you give him that one win fans get hype and well he might get treated a little bit better since he's Taz's son but other than that like he he won't get the Dominic Mysterio treatment I don't think mm-hmm. speaking of Colin Delaney on, on the show from yesterday Oh, yeah, didn't he get squashed by Wardlow? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say he had a match and he got squashed. But he was him. He showed up at 205 Live a few times. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, yeah, Ricky, this thing with Hook, I'm like, I don't. I'm like, look, if people like it, fine. But I'm not here for it, so. Yeah, me either. I'm like, I was just thinking back to the good old days, you know, when people would hype up a wrestler and you would hear about it. And then when you see it, what you heard about actually matched up. And this was one of those occasions where I'm like, I hate you new age wrestling fans. <laughs> Y'all don't know right. shit about shit. Y'all are like, oh, hyping this up. Like, oh, he's cutting a promo. Like, <laughs> like, bro, it's like very disappointing. It's, it reminds me of rappers these days. Bro, you really got to listen to this dude, man. You got to listen to... You gotta listen to this guy. I'm like, he sounds like every other little mumble ass rapper out here. Like, what? I'm not missing anything. But <clears throat> I'm like thinking to myself, I was just so underwhelmed. I'm like, okay, maybe AEW's on or something. And I'm like, that's it, huh? Send Hobbs. How about that? Yeah, send Hobbs. It's it's like um, what Marvel movie was it? No, it was a DC movie. It was Wonder Woman actually. Like at the end of Wonder Woman, the second one, I was like. So that's it, huh? Ooh, that whole movie was but <laughs> so that's DC Comics. Two hours worth of just garbage. Shit with candy corn sticking out of it, basically. Now I know people that like Wonder Woman 84. I don't know why, but they do. Um, and I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't know. As a Hook movie, it's bad. But yeah, Hook meme. Yeah, I don't... I'm not I'm not sold. Hook looks like I, the guy I, that Brock Lipner would like give a random at five to. Just because he felt like it. He'd like be the security and get F5 for Brock Lesnar. Yeah. 
He looked like a security guard that Triple H would just randomly punch on the way to the ring. <laughs> he looks like uh, he looks like one of the security people that would follow out, uh, follow out Gilbert. <laughs> like he looks like a Wendy's employee. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> he looks like he should be saying "Grata, Grata." No oh, God! He looks like he looks like a high school musical extra. Coming out to Action Bronson, I'm like, mm. I can't believe Action Bronson did a song though for him like that, or you know, Man. did his thing like that. Man, Westside Gun was at NXT. I'm like, well, somebody need to get Westside Gun to do a track for them. Probably that dude, Trick. Trick Williams. Yeah. Him and uh, Carmelo are like the two guys that make me kind of want to start watching NXT again. Well, he's gonna have a unification match with Roddy, so. About time. That poor you. That poor cruiserweight title, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the second. Like it got a second life, and now it's about to suffer. Well, it's, it's not gonna suffer. Well, the first one just kind of like quietly got retired. Like Hornswoggle wanted, and then he just stopped. And they said, "No, nah, we're not dealing with that anymore." But yeah, at least he became the anonymous GM. That's what happened. What? I want Roddy to win that match because I like Diamond Mine more than I like Carmelo Hayes. Even though I like Carmelo Hayes. Oh. But like, I mean, I like it. I mean, look, the least interesting person to me in Diamond Mine is Roger Strong. So, like, but I, I love Roger. I love Roddy's matches and I love his, you know, his obviously his in-ring work. But, you know, Roddy's having a bit of strong promo. That's why he needs Malcolm Bivens and Malcolm Bivens yeah. is amazing. With Malcolm, all due disrespect, Malcolm my Bivens. brother, ain't no way you guess two oh five. It's about Odyssey shows, bro. New Year's Evil looks like it's gonna be pretty good, though. Yeah, actually, we can run in the car right now. We got Champa and Breaker for the title, which I'm pretty sure Breaker's gonna win that one. Braun Breaker's gonna win the title there. Mandy okay. versus Cora Jade versus Raquel Gonzalez in a triple threat for the women's title. I think I Mandy will retain. Be... I think Mandy's gonna retain. Because they had a tag match. It was Cora J and Raquel versus EO and Kaylee Ray, and the winners would be in the triple threat. I'm like, just, it pains me to say it, but call EO up. There's nothing left she can do in NXT. She's beat everybody. She's wrestled everybody and beat everybody almost. I would just have to say a long prayer for EO if she got called up. Maybe they'll treat her like they treat Asuka, and she'll be amazing. (laughs) Yeah, because if Asuka's going to be on Raw, then EO can be on SmackDown. I mean, damn. You'll finally get that rematch between Sasha and EO. I'd love to see an EO Oscar match. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. We need to see that match. Uh, Carmelo Hayes and Roderick Strong unifying the North American and Cruiserweight titles. Riddle and MSK versus Imperium with Valter. <laughs> six man tag. I'm mostly just here for Riddle and Valter. Yeah. But I mean MSK and Imperium always have great matches. So I don't think they've had one bad match. Uh and, and AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller. I mean if you find, the most random match now nah, card. Everybody talking about oh Braun Breaker's getting pushed, not Grayson Waller's getting pushed. Yeah, he was just on Raw. He I showed up on Raw. That. He feuding with AJ already. Like, while right. uh, while AJ's in the middle of this Omos feud. <laughs> like that yeah, apparently they scrapped a match between the two because it was so bad, like at a live event or something. Oh man! All I saw was like this one clip where AJ pulled to Eddie. He like hit Omos in the back with the chair, and then Omos kind of like no sold it, and then he just 
tossed the chair away. No, he tossed the chair to Omos and fell out. So. <laughs> oh, man. Where is my boy um, L.A. Knight? <laughs> oh, no. I haven't heard that name in a minute. He shot well, right Grayson Waller jumped him a couple weeks ago, and we haven't seen him since... That man stole his push. Um, Tony D'Angelo and I think Tony D'Angelo and freaking Pete Dunn are still feuding. Like poor Pete Dunn. I mean, Tony D'Angelo was solid in the ring. His character work is it is what it is. Twenty twenty one, we're doing a mafioso gimmick, but just call in Nunzio and the rest of the full blood Italians. Just make it a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need dirty white boy Tracy Smothers. Like bringing the FBI, get Tony Marmaluke and and Nunzio and uh, Johnny the Bull Stamboli. I knew that group was done when uh, get Vito in there. Undertaker like Molly whopped all three of them in one match. (laughs) They cost Undertaker a they cost Undertaker a title tournament match against John Cena. The tournament that John Cena won and faced Brock Lesnar in Backlash 2002 in a match that wasn't that no 2003 in a match that wasn't that great mostly because John Cena was still green, so it's kind of bit kind of too early for him to be having title matches against Bork Laser. Yeah, my fondest memory of the FBI was just that one match where Undertaker just molly whopped all three of them like it wasn't nothing. I was like, oh, y'all are done. <laughs> And that time Nunzio got murdered by Goldberg at the Rumble in 04. <laughs> hey Vince, what do you want out of this match? Just kill them all. All right. <laughs> kill all of them. I'm not, I'm not gonna push them out. <laughs> Treat them like they was an ECW again. That's how you know Vince. And you're 911. That's how you know Vince gives up on tag teams when he has one guy beat you. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's what, oh. So we got. Let's go. Let's let's go through the uh, Wrestle Kingdom card again, real quick. We got all, all the, new J- the New Japan Rumble, or it says New Japan Rambo. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, the last four will challenge for the provisional KOPW 2022 Trophy on night two. Uh, Yo versus Show with Dick to go in Show's corner. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nice to see Dick Togo still gets work though. I mean, he's been in he's been in Bullet Club for like a minute, but indeed. <laughs> oh, part of Kai and Tai. Anyway, Hiroshi Tanahashi and the Mega Coaches, which is Ryusuke Taguchi and Rocky Romero versus Kenta, Taiji Ishimori, and El Fantasmo in a six-man tag. LIJ versus the United Empire in a six-man tag. That's Naito, Sonata, and Bushi versus Will Ospreay, Great Ocon, and Jeff Cobb. Shabbat is facing somebody with catch wrestling rules, which means Ooh, strikes are prohibited. Uh, I could see it. Well, not ZSJ because he has a match. Ishii versus Evil for the never open weight title. Uh, Taichi and ZSJ versus Chaos, uh, Goto and Yoshihashi for the tag titles. Well, Chaos is losing that one. <laughs> Has Yoshihashi on the team. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> Yoshi, Yoshihashi disappoints me. Every time I think this man gonna do something, he just turns up to be average. And like, that's, like, that's how they bring him up too. They remind everybody about that. They're like, yeah, Yoshihashi, he be getting there, but <laughs> he, be getting he don't there. be he, he be getting there, but 
he can see the mountaintop. He he can see the mountaintop. He just could never reach it. I think I think it was Rocky Romero who basically was who basically had said something like that, and I was like, damn, how are you gonna do that? Because Yoshihashi is, like that. Look, I'm sorry, he is solid fundamental worker, but Yoshihashi is scrub, my guy. Like, <laughs> like I said, two years ago in the G1, he was killing it for a minute. I'm like, oh, Yoshihashi might do good here. Then he started losing, and I'm like, oh, there's a Yoshihashi. <laughs> there it is. Uh, El Desperado versus Hiromu Takahashi for the junior heavyweight title, and Shingo versus Okada for the world title. That's night one, right? Yeah. I'm on Okada to win, so he brings the old title back. That's what he keeps saying. You know, he's like, when I win, I'm bringing the old title back. I guess that's, I guess that's maybe supposed to make him a heel, but he's like, some people are like, no, that belt's ugly. Bring back the old belt. Night two, uh, we have to be determined versus to be determined in a to be determined match <laughs> in a dark match. <laughs> that's what it says. I'm like, what the? F-? Okay, oh, wow. Flying Tiger, which is Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask versus Bullet Club's cutest tag team, which is Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasmo versus the Mega Coaches in a three-way tag match for the junior tag titles. Mayu Iwatani and Starlight Kid versus Tam Nakano and Saya Kamitani. I'm just glad Stardom's on the main stage, finally, because the last two years they were on uh, the pre-show. No, actually, they were right. dark matches. They were actually dark matches. I was going to say they're actually in the kind of middle of the card. Yeah, and I was upset because Hana was at one of those. Hana was at the first Tokyo No match before she passed, and uh, I missed that match because it wasn't. I think it's on Stardom World now, though. But uh, we have the four way for the King of Pro Wrestling 2022 trophy, and then we have House of Torture, Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, and Show with Dick to Go. I don't want Dick to Go. Don't put Dick to Go there. You got Yujiro. That means you can bring a Tokyo Latina. Bring out Tokyo Latina. Also, the fact that Yujiro Takahashi's finisher is called Pimp Juice, but his entrance theme isn't Pimp Juice, is a crime against nature. Then man right. needs to all come out to Pimp Juice by Nelly every time. <laughs> all they gotta do is just, uh, you know, put the graphic on top of the screen and just be like, yeah, due to, <laughs> due to international copyright, you, we cannot play this. We song. can't. Put, we can't play Pimp Juice. <laughs> <laughs> But everybody so, knows what it is. Have this generic, have this generic rock and roll. Uh, Chaos versus Chaos. Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Yo. Oh, well, they losing again because of Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> Sonata versus Great Okan. Naito versus Jeff Cobb. Kenta versus Tanahashi in a no DQ match for the U.S. title. And Takagi or Okada versus Osprey for the world title okay some of these matches are literally just on here to fill the card out mm-hmm. like Sonata versus Great Okan and Naito versus Jeff Cobb those are literally on here just to fill out the card because they were just in a six man the previous night now it's just like we're now we're gonna break them up and have them do singles <laughs> matches like you could just you know not make this two nights yeah or you could make it two nights and get rid of the third night oh yeah the third night <laughs> Which is the New Japan versus Noah night? Uh, first match is Kosei Fujita versus Yasutaka Yano. I have no idea who either of those men are. It's a dark match anyway. Second match is Tenkozi, which is Hiroshi Tenzan and Satoshi Kojima and Yuji Nagata versus Funky Express, which is King Tani, Muhammad Yone, um, and Akitoshi Saito. I think the uh, the old heads are gonna win. I don't know who this. Uh, 
Okay, this Muhammad Yone dude, he has the meanest afro, so <laughs> I'm going for his team. <laughs> got the freshest fro so I'm, I'm going for his team i'm sorry i like yuji nagata and kojima's cool but look i gotta go with the fro the power of the fro show versus atsushi kotoge that name sounds familiar but um bullet club ishimori and gato versus hyatt uh, stinger which is hayata and seiki yoshioka all right suzuki goon el desperado and doki versus Los Perros del Mal de Japón. So, uh, which is Yohei, that's a name. Um, and Nosawa Wrong Guy. Again, a lot of these men I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's like a LIJ versus Suzuki gun match, basically. For real. Um, Chaos and Six or Nine which is Master Wato and Ryusuke Taguchi. Nobody cares about Master Wato. Versus Daisuke Hirata, Hajime Ohara, uh, Daiki Inaba, Yoshiki Inamura, and Kinya Okada. Uh, Suzuki-Goon, this one being ZSJ and Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus Naomichi Marufuji. Hey, I know that guy. And Yoshinari Okawa. <laughs> At least I know Marufuji. Uh, and Suzuki-Goon, which is this iteration Suzuki-Goon, Taichi, Minoru Suzuki, and Takamichi Noku. They got Taka wrestling on this show? Versus Sugiura-Goon, who is Takashi Sugiura, Kazushi Sakuraba, what? And Kenta. So Kenta gonna be on Noah team that's, for a night. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I love it. Probably. So Kenta, right, his Wikipedia picture, <laughs> and he was in NXT. <laughs> I love it. Uh, House of Torture versus Goshiozaki. I know who that is also. And Masaki team. Kita, I mean, Kitamiya and Okada and Tanahashi versus Muto versus Great Muda and Kaito Kiyomiya. And the main event is LIJ, all of LIJ versus Kongo, which is Katsuhiko Nakajima, Keno, uh, Manabu Soya, Tadasuke, and. Aleha. So night three. <laughs> I don't know about night three. I just said a bunch of names. <laughs> I really yeah, just yeah, a bunch of it. names. I'm sure this is what Rike thought. Rike probably dozed off while I was reading those names. <laughs> Rike was like, Jap- Rike like Japanese dude. I don't know Japanese dude. I don't know. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was thinking while reading. I'm like, I don't know any of these names. <clears throat> Alex, are you at a hotel? Yeah, I uh, I I left for for a few days. I got to move out, so mm. I left for a few days to clear my head, you know. So, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you know. So, hey, it happens. So, I guess we'll. I got to get better with these segues in 2022, but (laughs) (laughs) so one thing we were at first, we were going to do retro raw reviews. Then we started like 97 raw. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna sit through this for a year. So (laughs) what we're going to do actually is retro NXT reviews. 
in my not the beginning of NXT though it's the beginning of black and gold NXT from where Triple H took over in 2012 man NXT is almost 10 years old Jesus Christ um so these are all all these episodes are on Peacock now starting at season what six yeah so the season first six. the first show is from June 20th 2012 and just to set the stage what was going on in WWE as a whole in 2012 at this time I believe Punk was still the champion and in the company uh Mania 28 happened had 1.217 million buys that was, was, that the, the, was that the was the that rematch the, was that the rematch to the first Rock yeah, was, and Cena yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think so, right, Rike? Yeah. That was the rematch was for... First... No, it was the first Rock and Cena. Oh, yeah, because 27 oh. was before that, and 27 wasn't good. Oh, shit. So it had the first Rock and Cena, and uh, I just found this article and said, um, what was it? Punk faced Kane and John Cena, and this is when Ryback was still around. Oh. Um... John Cena had an up and down 2011 that included no titles. That was 2011. 2012. Oh, ugh, this is a terrible. Oh, yeah. I can tell they tripping. They said at other points in the year, Cena made Kane relevant again with his embrace the hate storyline. That storyline was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and he Very ended the terrible. year by making Dolph Ziggler a household name at TLC. Did he? Uh, oh, yeah. That was a. Uh, also, that was the time that um, AJ Lee was just making out with dudes and the John Laurinaitis stuff, which is on this show and mentions the John Laurinaitis stuff. Yeah. I was just like... Yeah, the Raw reviews. Uh, I was like, damn. The Raw Rewind. Like, Big Show won the IC title. Then he lost it by putting his foot through a table. Yeah, Cody got him. Was that Cody? He lost it. Yeah, that was Cody. He also became World Heavyweight Champion for more than 45 seconds. Uh, Sheamus won the Rumble that year. Ooh. And ended 2012 with more televised <laughs> victories than anyone else in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> uh, twenty twelve gave us some guy named Antonio Cesaro. I don't know who that is, but Cesaro debuted around twenty twelve and won the US title. I think that guy that they're talking about, Oksana was with him or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Oksana was with him. <laughs> And he was a hitman or something like that. I don't know. I don't think he was a hitman. I think he was just, his gimmick was like, he could speak five languages. That was his gimmick. <laughs> he'd have to say one word in like all the five languages that he knew. Every promo he cut or Oksana cut. Ryback showed up. The Shield debuted in 2012. Big E Langston, Damien Sandow, and Brad Maddox. Jesus Christ. They were around in 2012. <laughs> Big E had a last name. Big E Langston. This was when Cesaro had a first name. I don't know right. what it was with Vince recently in the past few years where he's just like taking guys' names away. If Fondo was in WWE, his name would be Hines. Jesus Christ. Just Hines. Like, because I was thinking about it, I'm like, imagine if you did that back in the day. Like, Stone Cold Steve Austin was just Austin. Alex. Just Alex. <laughs> just, yeah, no, it don't it don't sound good. Like Or Shawn Michaels was just Michaels. Triple H <laughs> is just H. <laughs> <laughs> Mankind is just man. Man. <laughs> Chris Jericho is just Jericho. It's like you 
Matt and Jeff Hardy were just Matt and Jeff. <laughs> Matt Christian, and Jeff. Christian was just in. It's just Bubba and Devon. No Dudley. Just Bubba and Devon. <laughs> that sounds like an egg sitcom on CBS. Bubba and Devon. Fridays at seven. Like <laughs> <laughs> Bro, can you they probably sitting on the porch with like <clears throat> with dip and shit, drinking Modelo High Life or some shit. Like there was a, f- I mean, yeah, there was a- Al Snow just Snow. Like there's a few guys, yeah, that had only like one name: Undertaker, obviously Kane, Bradshaw, Farouk. But still, nah, Vince would like find some way to cut that shit up. Kane would just be K. K. <laughs> or just Undertaker. Just- Undertaker would just be Taker. Bradshaw would just be Shaw. Now, if you just int- now if you introduce them with just one name, it's fine. Like when they brought Rusev up to the main roster, he wasn't Alexander Rusev anymore. He was just Rusev. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But like, don't bring a guy up with two names and then take a name away. <laughs> it's just awkward. Like, remember when Mustafa Ali was just Mustafa? No, he was just Ali. Then they gave him Mustafa back. Then Apollo didn't Cruz he- for like a month was just Apollo. Then they give the Cruz back, and I'm just like, what the? Didn't he uh, do this to somebody recently? I can't remember who it was. No, Another it was Shad- Garza. Shotzi Blackheart. Now she's just Shotzi. Shotzi. And then they made Tegan Knox Knox. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And then she became too many syllables, damn it. Then she became Future Endeavor. And I'm just like, what is going on? (laughs) But as far as NXT goes, the start of something great that eventually just kind of died. Um Oh yeah, Sandow and Cody were teaming up in 2012. Oh, that's what Cody just had to stash. <laughs> yeah, he had that poor stash. Team Hell No was around in 2012. And we're still early enough in the NXT. We're in Sandow was still on NXT. Uh, the women's division in 2012 was Kelly Kelly, the Bellas, Beth Phoenix, and Karma. Ugh. And then AJ uh, sometimes. Didn't Karma like? debut for them and then get pregnant like three months in yeah because she came in and she beat up the bellas and she pretty much when she cut her promo talking about she was going to she was pretty much there to just whoop the bellas and then she was in the men's rumble um i forgot who she eliminated i think she might have eliminated kali or somebody like that and then yeah she got like and she got pregnant (laughs) yeah and she broke down in the middle of the ring in that really odd segment with like all the women surrounding her it was weird and then she went back to Impact. And I'm just like, what is going on? Um, AJ aligned with Dolph that year. She was also the Raw general manager. Jesus Christ, I remember that. Raw 1000 was in 2012. That was when it started going three hours. Cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, DX reunion and Jericho and Brock Lesnar came back. and Yeah, so that was the current overall save WWE in 2012. NXT didn't start till the summer though, so. Uh, yeah, was just a rumor. I think so, yeah. So NXT started in um <laughs> June, and just just to get out, the pay per view that happened three days before NXT debuted was No Way Out, 2012. The last No Way. Which the matches on this card, ooh, there were 11 of them, no, 10 of them. 
Rhodes Clay beat David Otunga by countout on the pre-show. This is when he had the Funkadactyls with him. Uh, Sheamus beat Dolph for the world title. I think to retain the world title. That was the first match of the night. Santino Morella beat Ricardo Rodriguez in a tuxedo match. Oh my god. Um, Christian and Cody had a IC title match that Christian won. The primetime players with AW. Abraham Washington. Oh my god. Abraham oh yeah. Washington. yeah. They. Man. This was when the primetime players were amazing. I love Derek Young and Tyson. It was the primetime players. Millions no, Millions no. That was great. Um, they beat Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd, Primo and Epico with Rosa Mendez and the Usos in a fatal four-way tag match to determine the number one contenders for the tag titles. Now, this is obviously before Abraham Washington got fired for the Kobe line, but uh, Layla beat Beth Phoenix for the Divas title. What is going on? Oh, yeah, that was that weird time where she was like losing to Kelly Kelly Eve and shit like that. It was, it was during that time, because remember... We were still in San Antonio. We were going to Buffalo Wild Wings. And you were like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I like Layla, but I was just like, what is that? Uh, Sin Cara, this is the original Sin Cara with Camacho. I'm trying like, to remember. Why was Sin Cara with Camacho? Camacho, who would become Tongaloa in New Japan, beat Hunico, the second Sin Cara, by pinfall. I'm kind of wondering if this is when Book was still on commentary. Because I remember Book's bullshit line. I'm like, yeah, tell him apart. Because Sin Cara Black got a black mark on his boot. But I don't even think he was a. Uh, I don't think Hunico. Was Hunico doing Sin Cara about this point? I think so. Because I think they had ran out of patience with Dude around this time. Because he had a match with um, that jackass Del Rio. Because they had a. Yeah, didn't he break his finger or something? Yeah, and Del Rio told him in Spanish to stop being a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, one of yeah. The, the only time I agree with Del Rio. <laughs> um, yeah, because didn't they main event like a mask versus mask match at like on a random SmackDown in Laredo? Because that would be the only place they would get that <laughs> main event. Like, That's so cliche. It was. So it was a mask versus mask match. Sin Cara versus Sin Cara in Laredo on SmackDown. That was literally the main event. And I'm like, this is the only place y'all would be able to get this main event off. That's not Mexico. Right. Because otherwise, people watching at home are like, why the hell are Sin Cara and Sin Cara main eventing SmackDown? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, CM Punk beat Daniel Bryan and Kane in a triple threat for the WWE title. Ryback defeated Dane Delaney and Rob Grimes in a handicap match. Rob Grimes is John Silver from AEW. I remember I saw this video like when uh, Silver and Reynolds they were on WWE before AEW started and they got squashed by uh, I forgot what tag team they got squashed by people in the comments were like once again WWE letting prime, t- prime talent slip through their fingers I'm like they're not prime talent shut up <laughs> like, <laughs> like stop it like y'all I'm like stop it y'all reaching uh, John Cena defeated Big Show in a cage match by Escape the Cage and that was when Lur and I got fired. <sighs> just off. Oh yeah, because Big because Big Show works for himself. Yeah, just he going. Don't, he don't work for nobody. Just going through these matches. This doesn't seem like the greatest show. <laughs> I'm sure that WWE title match Triple Threat was good with the people in it: Punk, Brian, and Kane. Um, I know I saw the show. I just don't remember it. I'm sure Christian and Cody was good. 
Sheamus and Dolph had Dolph in it, so it was probably passable. But yeah, I might actually go back and watch this just because. I was thinking when when they showed it, like the thing, and I was like, hmm, should I go back and watch that just to catch the vibes of the, you know, the time period? And I was like, nah, because that was a shitty time period. <laughs> yeah. At least so, for main event stuff. Like <laughs> on to the on to the uh the show. Okay, so the first black and gold NXT under Triple H's reign opened with JR coming out and welcoming the crowd to NXT, and then he revealed that Dusty Rhodes was the interim GM. And then Dusty ran down the card and what to expect. Oh, Dusty. Miss <laughs> Miss Dusty. Anyway, there was a Bo Dallas vignette. There was a lot of vignettes on this show. I realized, like, almost yeah. everybody had a vignette. Yeah, so, it's like... Rick Victor, the future Victor of the Ascension, faced Bo Dallas on what was the first match ever of NXT. Regal and Jim Ross. William Regal and Jim Ross are on commentary. They mentioned that Victor was trained in the Heart Dungeon. Did not know that. And I knew that because I read an article a little bit ago because I was doing around the ring stuff he talked about that and he was like yeah they brought it up like one time and they never brought it up again facts <laughs> and then he basically he basically being he was basically blaming Benoit and he was like nobody wants nobody wants to bring it up because of that you know it's like, I mean, I, they bring it up with Natty like, almost all the time right exactly um so Bo pinned Victor after a spear and then he had a promo after I don't know who was doing their ring announcing I don't think it was Brandy yet it was Bailey the black girl in the ring? Nah, I know Bailey did. They used to do a thing where they would have them like alternate during matches. Like Bailey was a one that Bailey did Jim Ross's introduction. Jesus Christ, can you remember, man, can you imagine if Bailey had just stuck to ring announcing it was never a wrestler? That'd be sad. Uh Bo said he came in the ring with a game plan, he executed, and he put the locker room on notice, and it wasn't the last time the crowd was gonna see Bo Dallas. Such a baby face Ooh. promo. Such a bro. That was a promo. shitty pro. That was a <laughs> shitty promo when he was when he did that. I was like, bro, I don't believe you. Like Man, he's still learning. Like, okay, he's still learning. He hasn't. Still. He hasn't learned to believe yeah. yet. Ooh, uh, <laughs> Ooh trembling. He hasn't learned to believe yet. I'm still thinking, bro. Like, I'm still thinking back to that tweet. We were talking about Bo with bad promos with Kyle O'Reilly. It's like the, just one promo from Kyle. <laughs> it would be why he would never been a single star in WWE. <laughs> That's messed up. Oh my God. Uh, uh, there was a Seth Rollins vignette. His, oh my God, his hair. I hated it so much. He had that scene kid as hair. I was like, this is horrible. This freaking panic at the disco. Suicide silence, right? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> that Justin Bieber swoosh mess with the blonde. I'm like, what is this? Right. Half of his head is blonde. Why did you think? <laughs> why did you think this was an okay look? Hold on. Uh, Ooh, I just imagine if Becky Lynch saw that, she's like, I want a divorce. I can't believe you used to walk out the house like this. <laughs> Jesus Damn, this, These these people over here thirsting over Carmelo Hayes. Oh, there's about to say Carmella. I'm like, I thirst over Carmella. I find her attractive. But he can come wrestle his throat. <laughs> <laughs> say what? All right, I'm gonna go down the list real quick. <laughs> he can come wrestle his throat. <laughs> Yo, 
He like big booty bitches from Chicago. <laughs> What's this on Twitter? Yeah, so I need to start watching wrestling again. Now, oh, there's a gay dude in here. Now, what channel does he wrestle on? <laughs> I'm gonna go back Hell and watch nah. it because fuck. Damn, somebody, somebody brought this heat. They said if Brandy Rose wasn't married to Cody Rhodes, she wouldn't be in the wrestling business right now. Oh, I want to do one last segment before we get out of here. Before we yeah, we got stuff. yeah, we got two things we still got to do. Okay, I want to do something over two changes punchlines. <laughs> hey, Lana's still around. <laughs> she just congratulated Mercedes Martinez on being AEW. Uh, if if John Cena doesn't follow you, are you even really an anime voice actor? I don't know what is with John Cena recently. He's been following a lot of voice actors on Twitter. I'm like. Are you just binging Bro, he be anime? Following everybody. He be you, following everybody now. Are you binging anime right now, John? What are you what, what are you doing? He's trying to make everybody forget about his little uh, China statement. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to he's trying to mitigate the uh, the negative press. Okay, uh back to this. Uh, I mean Sandow versus Jason Jordan. Oh that hair. Yeah, Jason had all that hair. That was pre-fade, Jason. Didn't even get didn't even get a fucking entrance. Just was already in the ring, Jason Jordan. He didn't even get a match. <laughs> Cause Sando called Jordan an unworthy opponent and refused to face him and he left. There was a vignette for the Ascension, the original Ascension. Green screen approved. Which was uh, I actually kinda liked it to be perfectly honest. Which was um which was Connor and uh Cameron now Bram I think this was also when Bram was with Charlotte because they were married for a little bit and they got divorced and they got fired oh yeah she put the hands on that man I forgot about that yeah Charlotte she a dangerous one she told Andrade was like we're breaking up she said no we not he's like no we're not <laughs> okay we're not breaking she, up she was, okay. she was probably like go, go read about me go look at my police report I know you want to I want to break up. Fuck no, you don't. It's like, I want to break up. No, you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Charlotte was like, you leave me, I'll beat your ass. And that's on GD. <laughs> that's on me. <laughs> She's like, that's on me. <laughs> raw, there was a raw rebound after this, which was the John Laurinaitis fought post-firing and Big Show abandoning him because he had a no-cut in his contract. Hey, wow, that, 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 that age like milk. <laughs> He's like, I got a no-cut not- clause on my contract. Oh, this is also the time when John Lauren is supposed to be the mouthpiece for Brock Lesnar. Ooh. <laughs> 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 that is disgusting. The rating. Defending. Yeah, 2012 was when Paul came back. The rating. Yeah, Defending. He was so goddamn bad at fucking. Undisputed. Fucking WWE Brock champion. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, Brock went to Vince. Brock went to Vince personally and told Vince, no. "I need, I need him." Because <laughs> remember, Brock cut that promo where he's like, "John, I understand this feeling that you're feeling." <laughs> well, I don't know. Apparently people, apparently, people love face Brock Lesnar right now. Yeah, he's good now, but back then. <clears throat> Look, this man threw a whole fiesta in the middle of the ring before his title match with Eddie with that sombrero and stuff. 
Classic SmackDown segment. So the next match was the Ascension facing Mike Dalton and CJ Parker, the future Tyler Breeze and Juice Robinson. Oh, hey, Connor used to have a last name. His last name was O'Brien. Connor O'Brien. He pinned Parker after the downcast, which was a jawbreaker into a flapjack. So there was a Bray Wyatt vignette. Oh, God. <laughs> like I said, just look at these. It's sad. Just half the people on this show aren't even in the company anymore. Actually, most of the people on this show aren't in the company anymore. Right. Uh, Derek Bateman found Johnny Curtis in the bathroom. Derek Bateman, the future EC3, and Johnny Curtis, the future Fandango or Dirty Dango, as he's known in No Way. That uh, sounds like a point name. Dirty Dango. Dirty I'm, Dango. I'm sure that's Dirty why. Dango. I am almost 100 percent sure that's why he picked it. Dirty Dango drills just a rose. Excuse you. <laughs> there was like not actually speaking of going back on this, there has been not one female match or female segment on this entire first show. Say what? I don't even think they got a vignette. No, there was no women vignette, interview, segment, match, nothing. Like no women on this show appeared aside from like the interviewers and the ring announcers pretty this nxt was a sausage fest but bateman said that curtis was trying to avoid their match next week and then curtis said that he was sick of looking at bateman and got sad thinking of what he's gonna do to him next week and then bateman said that curtis should be scared and this was a weird homoerotic segment yeah he didn't didn't wash his hands also that yeah like how are you gonna meet him up in the bathroom while he's pissing like (laughs) what he said that was his office so (laughs) right and he it did. was so bad. It was so. Bro, he could have like so just bad. got a door. He could have like got a door and set it up anywhere in the building. <clears throat> Shit, it worked for the acolytes. Oh hell yeah! Didn't Mick Foley have a random office? Yeah, whatever janitor's closet it was in the building, that was his office. Wherever he could fit a desk was his <laughs> office that <laughs> night. And just get look at this. Better. All right, there's your office. Just look at this. The main event for the first ever black and gold NXT was Michael McGillicuddy, Michael McGillicuddy, okay, <laughs> Curtis Axel versus Tyson Kidd. Michael McGillicuddy, like, <laughs> versus the, what, what was, oh my God. <laughs> what was that horrible, all time terrible promo he cut on the original NXT? The genesis of McGillicuddy. <laughs> Man, you going way back to oh the darkness? <laughs> Game this, show era. This man, was this like, man, this man unlocking memories I did not remember that I had. After he, for real, after he lost on the first season of NXT or second, actually it was second season. After he lost the second season of NXT, this man cut it like a full fifteen-minute promo about nothing. Like, this is the genesis of McGillicuddy. I'm like, no, stop it. But anyway, this was the main event. A match that would probably be the curtain jerker on superstars. This was the main event. It was a good match, though. Crowd was really yeah. into it. Uh, Kid submitted McGillicuddy with the dungeon lock. I don't think he ever has he ever did that move on actual main roster TV. I can't remember. Yeah, me either. Been so it's been so long since I've seen Tyson Kidd match. I mean, the amount of ring time he's Tyson, got. Man. The amount of ring time Tyson Kidd probably got on television probably equates to about 45 minutes. And this is when he was starting to get, this is like his second or third wind or whatever. 
because they had just brought him to NXT. Okay, wasn't doing shit on the main roster if I remember right at that time. So <laughs> that was um that was that was the first ever black and gold NXT, and we will be doing these weekly. Pretty much, how far are we going up until right before USA? Yeah, or at least until Capitalist Center. Oh, the. Yeah, I feel like the biggest mistake they probably made was getting out of full sale and not touring anymore. Well, not touring, touring, but like, like I said, I miss takeovers being in like actual arenas. Yeah, it misses something when it's just at the CD. I get when they were doing going through COVID, that made sense. But I'm like, well, I don't know. Florida's a lawless land with lawless people, but. <laughs> I'm like, y'all could, you know, I mean, AEW still out here doing arenas. Y'all could do arenas for takeovers at the very least. Jesus Christ. Huh? Y'all could at least go to a goddamn Civic Center or something. Mm-hmm. Or uh, You hear people now talking about WWE should go back to the Thunderdome. Because hmm. of these, I hope not. Because some of these COVID cases, some people were talking about, they need to go back to the Thunderdome and only do and only have crowds for like pay per views. I'm like, I don't know. It should be the other way. They should have small crowds, you know, and still with social distancing. But at least you got a crowd in the pay per views. Yeah, different. UK has yeah. a. I think UK has a crowd now. Pretty sure. much, it's small, but they got it in that BT Sports Arena. Which that's the next thing I'm gonna go marathon when I catch up to Stardom. Is gonna be UK. Mm-hmm. Someone see what's going on with there with Mako Sanamora's title run, and I know Mustache Mountain finally won the tag titles recently. So, um, I've watched the UK in so long. Been like six months. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I'm like two months behind. So, uh, okay. Shall I get into my segment? Or yeah, yeah. This might be a reoccurring theme, depending on like punchlines I can find. So here are the top 22 chains punchlines. Give credit to High High's Nobody or whatever the fuck the name of that site is, but props to them. Um, Number 20. I'm so high, I could sing to a chandelier. My full glass of Ace of Spades and yours a can of beer. What made you want to do this list of two change punchlines, actually? No, I'm sitting here thinking about because it. Because I was cracking up laughing at these shits the other day. I was like, you be good for a second. All right. You know I look like a safe. I put you in your place. I look you right in your face and sing to your bitch like I'm Drake. Number 18. Drinking breast milk out of lean cup. Why? <laughs> it's not even a punchline. Like he just said that. That's just something two changes like that's just something I did one time. <laughs> he must have been thinking of the Chappelle the the Chappelle show fucking skit. Oh. <laughs> he did it and he was like, I gotta reference that. I only drink the finest of breast milk out of a lean cup. Number 17, turn the camel toe into casserole. What? <laughs> turn the camel toe into casserole. Sure. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't, I don't, know, what that, I don't know what that means, two chains. All right. Number 16, ass so big, I told her to look back. Told her what? <laughs> he said, ass so big, he told her to look back. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Bro, I can't. 
These are real. These are real songs. Yes, he said that on I'm different. These are real punchlines. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's okay. different, all right. Here's Marcel's favorite one. Okay, now catch up to my campaign. Coop the color of madness. Drunk and high at the same time, drinking champagne on an airplane, spit rounds like a gun. Look, he killed that mercy verse. Okay, I'm doing a bunch of those. <laughs> number, 14, number 14, got a Chanel chain on top of a Chanel chain. On top of a Chanel chain. On top of a Chanel chain. God damn. Okay, two chains. <laughs> I have three chains. Like, God damn. <laughs> I'm trying to read this next one, but I keep laughing at it every time I read it. This dude said, I got three chains. That's pretty much all he said. <laughs> Wood grain, chestnut, titty fuck, chestnut. What? <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. Wood grain, chestnut, titty fuck, chestnut. Hell no. I don't don't understand. All right. Every line is dope. You can snort it. Working in the pot. I can make you do aerobics. Okay. Moving on now. Horsepower, horsepower. All this polo on, I got a force horsepower. Power. <laughs> yeah, that one I like. I, I know that one for sure. That's from Mercy's too, so. Number 10. Dipping it like fondue. Spinach dip. Cheese stick. Advertisers. Entrees. It's you and that just, one, right? <laughs> he was just, he was just hungry. Like, he just... <laughs> Bro, two changes, two changes just hungry. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, oh, man. <laughs> okay, number nine. I'm gonna try to finish number nine. Okay, on top from the back, a thundercat. Ho, my girl got a big purse with a purse in it, and a pussy so clean I could go to church in it. What? Yo, <laughs> what is wrong with two chains? <laughs> Stringing words together in some random. All right, let me run that back. On top, from the back, a thundercat. Hope. My girl got a purse with a purse in it, and a pussy so clean I can go to church in it. So really, you see, you see, the cat. metaphor is that churches are clean, and it's because the is so clean that it's like he could praise the Lord because it's so good. I'm like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Okay, this is the one I hate the most. If I die, bury me inside the Louis store. Okay. Or the Gucci store. Or next to the <laughs> Number seven. G Fonchi. Nigga, God bless. Then put a fat rabbit on the crack I'm high at it. I'm so high, like, and at it. I forgot what song that was from, but. I'm different. <laughs> then this one's even stupid. My wrist deserve a shout out. I'm like, what up, wrist? My stove deserve a shout out. I'm like, what up, stove? What's the word? <laughs> <laughs> that, that one I appreciate because that's so stupid. He said, my stove deserve a shout out. What up, stove? <laughs> Why? What up, stove? <laughs> what are you talking about? 
<laughs> Number four, thousand dollar shoes on your sofa. My other nigga watching Oprah. That shit's disrespectful. <laughs> <sighs> my favorite dish is turkey lasagna. Even my pajamas lasagna. Like, how does that relate? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, just, you just need to sleep around with lasagna. Like that's it. pajamas, lasagna. Bet I'm designer. Done. He's like, I'm good. <laughs> oh man. Number two. Walked in. Yo nigga alert. Yo nigga alert. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's from all me. All right. This was Marcel's favorite back in the day. Marcel hated this song. She got a big booty, so I call her Big Booty. Oh, from Birthday Song? You know what? I've slightly, slightly come around on Birthday Song because of how ridiculous it is. He, does have, he, has, he has one good line in that song, and it's, you the realest nigga breathing if I hold my breath. That's pretty much it. <laughs> the rest of the song is just, like, mostly nonsense, and Kanye's still trying to get a threesome. And just Kanye really came up with the bars that said, we've been, Kanye essentially said, from the perspective of another guy asking him for advice this dude pretty much said yeah i've been with my wife 10 years and we haven't had a threesome yet why i'm like you think you're owed one because you've been together 10 years i'm like what is going on with this <laughs> with this hypothetical person you're talking about kanye it's my birthday i deserve to be greedy huh she ain't giving <clears throat> to the needy huh oh, Aaron. so it's just now what were you saying about birthday song when it first came out Marcel was going on like a whole rant about that song. It was like, trash. This when I was younger. <laughs> Does this nigga know the difference? Like he's saying birthday song, but then he's talking about funeral and another whole nother lot. He really like, was. <laughs> All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. And then when and I die, was- bury me inside a Gucci store. What's <laughs> like, <laughs> your like, birthday though? What's going on? <laughs> How you jumping exactly like all the way to your death? He went from the Gucci oh. store to the Louis store, and then at the end, he just, I guess, settled with bury me next to two bitches. I'm like, will they be dead? <laughs> like, I hope you're not burying women alive with these two chains. Like, that's dangerous. But the final thing we'll do when we'll get out of here is WWE Day One is Saturday in Atlanta, Georgia, at the State Farm Arena. Y'all watching it live? Maybe. Well, yeah, it's like it's seven, right? Should I say I, I think I, I don't know I think it, I want to say it's on later than that because I was oh, like me, I ain't watching that shit. Let me go to Peacock to see because they normally have it like already. Oh, they got Spider Man one on. Ooh. Uh, speaking of which, you know what I think I'm gonna go do tomorrow since I ain't got no free time or I got free time. But say I got no. I'm gonna go see Spider Man. You should. It's a very good movie. Uh, starts at eight Eastern, so seven. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was on later. I thought they was like, like trying to make fun of New Japan about being nah, on so late. I don't know how you make fun of that. New Japan be like, well, in Japanese in JST, it's like eight or nine o'clock, but here it's like midnight, two yeah. o'clock in the morning. Like no. Um. Okay. Here's the card. We got the pre-show. We'll have Cesaro and Ricochet versus Ridge Holland and Sheamus in a random tag match. They just threw that on there today. Well, apparently this card had a lot of problems because, what, COVID? Yeah, because Seth Probably. might not be there. Yeah, because right now there's a fatal four-way for the WWE title. Big E defending against Seth Owens and Bobby Lashley. Kevin Owens and Bobby Lashley. 
Uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. The Usos versus The New Day for the SmackDown tag titles. Edge versus The Miz. Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan for the Raw Women's title. If Liv doesn't win this, I know something's wrong. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. I'm pretty sure he was supposed to face Baron Corbin. I think. I'm trying to think. I feel like he was. Well, I can't remember because I like two out of those segments. And RK Bro versus the Street Profits for the Raw Tag Team titles. Oh, man. That's going to be fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. They're about to be high as hell. <laughs> man. <laughs> Montez Ford going to sell the shit out of that RKO. Oh, yeah. He going he gonna to come off the top. It's, it's going to be one of those. I don't know where RKO's. But it's not going to be the finish of the match, though. So who did a more frog splash? Montez or Prime RVD? Montez, because Montez goes out of frame every time he does this. Yeah, he'd be getting hype, hype. Yeah, but RVD just be... RVD hits that from well, any angle, saying, and it was wild. He hit that from any angle. ECW, RVD, I would say, you know, that would be a better, like, comparison. Yeah, prime, After yeah that's, that, like, that's like Prime RVD. Yeah, because I remember Prime RVD used to be getting out of the frame. I'd be like, Dang. get out of frame, but then he twists his body. You could be at the weirdest angle. RVD would hit you square every time. Yeah, it's the one thing I can give up to. It do be disrespectful though. When people talk about some of the best frog splashes and don't mention Art Bar. I'm like, y'all better quit disrespecting Art Bar like this. Right? The man, the man invented the move. How you gonna not have the inventors one of the? You're gonna be like Eddie, and Eddie has an amazing frog splash, easily top three all time. But I'm like, but Art Bar is right there. Also, D'Lo had a good frog splash. Christian has a good frog splash. I know Sasha Yo Girl Ricky, but her frog splash is hideous. <laughs> Say what? What you, what you say about what you say about Sasha? Her frog splash is hideous. I think she's one who tops. Every time she do it, I think she just. I don't think Sasha even jump off the top rope. She just fall. <laughs> no, no, first off, what we're not going to do is respect Sasha Banks, okay? I the fact that she does the frog splash makes it beautiful. <laughs> no. Why? Because she's beautiful. That's why. She is that a beautiful do with her terrible frog splash. Queen. She is a beautiful queen, so therefore, that makes her frog splash beautiful, okay? Uh, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it does not. In the beautiful woman, a beautiful woman doing a frog splash makes a frog splash that's matter of fact she should change the damn name to beautiful frogs okay, but it's names. but it's that's that's not and true I, though it's true it's true frog splash is hideous though so like sound like we're trying to trying to recruit someone right now for real don't don't disrespect sasha banks like that <laughs> you need to quit disrespecting the frog splash like that i ain't disrespecting frog splash like that i put respect i say she does yeah i say she does she does that frog splash with perfection <laughs> Perfect as a broken mirror. Like that mess looks terrible. <laughs> she did the frog splash and she got two broken legs. Shit, man. That that frog splash is so beautiful. Drake will write a song with that shit. Mm, about how bad it is. It'd be a diss track. <laughs> like back to back on that frog splash. Nah, that frog splash is immaculate. Like no. chef's kiss on that frog splash. Mm-mm. That nasty food, that nasty patty from SpongeBob. The mess will kill you. <laughs> shit. Quite ugly tears in that frog splash. Ew. Ugly, you right. But <laughs> like some tears that go be falling. Maybe about how bad that thing is. Look, Sasha got a bad frog splash, just like Bailey has a terrible looking elbow. So <laughs> Okay, now Bailey on the other hand, when she does an elbow time, it does like she's falling though. 
That's how Sasha looked when she do a frog splash. No, no, nigga. No, nigga. That's not what we're going to do today. We talk about Bailey. <laughs> no, we talk about Sasha. No, we talked about Sasha first. No, nah, like, I dead ass thought when Bailey did an elbow drop off the top, I dead ass thought she slipped off the top rope. I'm like, oh, this girl. This girl. This the fellow live TV. Lord help. She did a bad elbow. Punk did a bad elbow. Punk is just not Punk's really think, at all. Punk's elbow. That would be like an elbow. Punk, like he'd just be clotheslining somebody when they're on the ground. That's how his elbow looked. Punk I like think a chalk I've seen one good elbow from Punk. And I was like, damn. The only good elbow I saw from Punk was on a video game. And that's probably somebody else was doing it in this case. <laughs> Like, I'm like, look, Sean's elbow wasn't as good as Savage's, but it was way better than Punk's elbow. Yeah. At least Sean looked like he actually tried to come down with it. Like, Punk just, like, <laughs> that man throw his forearm in it. Like, it's not even an elbow. Punk was, Punk was like that crackhead that gets high and just thinks he can do any damn thing. He's like, y'all watch this shit. Watch me go to the top. Y'all ain't never seen no shit like this before. Man, bro, get your high ass off there. Ain't nobody trying to do that shit. Buck, I can do an elbow drop. Once Kyrie Sane showed up and started doing her elbow that I was telling everybody who would listen about, because I saw videos of it on the internet before she showed up in WWE, I'm like, after Kyrie shows up, nobody needs to do an elbow until she leaves. Because her elbow hits square every time. She came down like a dang rock every time. Pointing the elbow. Boom. I'm like, nobody needs to do an elbow while she's here. Because nobody can do it right. Right. Nobody can make it look like that. No. Because she come straight up and straight down. She didn't leap nothing. She knew exactly where to hit you every time. I miss Kyrie. Uh, rumor is she might go back to stardom. I don't know. She said she's ready to wrestle again. And oh. apparently WWE wanted her back, but she said uh, wanted her back to wrestle with them, and she said no because she didn't want to come back to the U.S. or something like that. She didn't want to move back or something like that. This is what we're. I was about saying she married now. Yeah, she is. That's why she went back. She was married. married. What did you say, Ruby? Yeah. It's what we're reduced to now. Motherfuckers using butcher knives to like chop women's hair off now. What are you? What are you watching AEW still? Nah, I'm watching something that's slightly worse than AEW. That's the answer. Ninety-nine WCW. Nah, like this chick got like a piece of her hair on the butcher board, and he's about she's gonna sit there and let her cut her hair off. I guess. Oh, 2012 TNA. Yeah, probably. No. Uh, well, I think that's a good place to end it for the night. We will see y'all next time and happy new year. Mm-hmm.